Yo, I'm Chad. And this is Eric. And together we are... Kingsmen! But for just a day, I wish we were Kingsmen. Oh, yeah. Dude, all I've seen are, like, the posters where there's, like, a chick with bionic legs and, like, knife legs at the sticking out. Yeah, man. It's the... One of the first ever um, handicap assassins in a movie. Mm. She's got those Oscar Pistorius blade legs. <laughs> she's and she's half as deadly. But with yeah, yeah, uh, but with blades sticking out. Yeah, dude. Let's just, we got to talk about Kingsman. All right. So I went and saw this movie. All right, back it up. Six months ago, mm-hmm. saw the trailer. Unimpressed. Right. Because the trailer is like Colin Firth is in it, and it's all about they recruit this. This young dude, probably like 18 years old, and he's kind of like street tough, and they want to turn him into like a classy spy. Mm. And I was like, eh, I don't know, man. It's like, <laughs> it's all about the, the kid. It's like, this doesn't seem right, we've, serious. You can't make an 18-year-old a spy. Was fucking Agent Cody Banks? I mean, we've, we've heard that story many times, many, yeah. many times before. Like, so, uh, there, there, was, there was that one movie with like... Um, Angelina Jolie and um, the March of the Penguins narrator and um, uh, what's oh, his name? Wanted. Yeah, Wanted. Yes. Yeah. Well, that wasn't a bad movie either. But Okay. But anyway, so I was unimpressed by the trailer. I didn't really get it. Well, yesterday, Valentine's Day, mm-hmm. going out with uh, my wife and we were like, dude, <laughs> let's go non-classy. Let's not do the fancy restaurant. Let's go bowling. Okay. It'll be fun. Get drunk at the bar. It'll be fun. They were like, dude, you got there's a half hour wait wait line for bowling. And let me tell you one of my rules in life, friends. <laughs> Eric don't wait for bowling. Yeah, fuck that. Bowling waits for me. Mm-hmm. So we walked out of there and we decided to go to a movie. So it's either watch Fifty Shades of Grey. Oh, no God. thank you. No fucking thank you. <laughs> Not happening. Good choice. Good choice. If I want to watch something about sex slaves, I'll go to Steven Seagal's house. Damn. So um so we went, I was like, well, that fucking Kingsman movie. And then I realized, I was like, well, wait a minute. I, a couple days ago, I was like, fucking Matthew Vaughn directed that. And I was like, well, he directed Kick-Ass, hmm. which was awesome. Yeah. And he directed the best X-Men movie, X-Men First Class. Hmm. The only good one because it was the only one that wasn't done by that other guy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so um, I was like, fuck, well, I didn't know he did it. I mean, like, he once famously said that... Um, he falls asleep watching most Oscar-nominated movies. Right. And he likes action for action's sake. So I'm like, all right, let's go see that. Let's do this. Dudes, I tell you what, that was a fucking awesome movie. Yeah? Like, I don't get surprised often with movies. I go in to see a good movie. I expect it to be good. It's usually good. You know, I expect it to be shitty. Sometimes it's laughable. Um, sometimes I'll be surprised downwards. Very rarely surprised up. Hmm. This was a huge, awesome surprise. I loved Kingsman. So, quick recap, synopsis. It's just, um, there's this, it takes place in England, and there's this secret organization that helps the world undercover without ever taking any credit. Mm -hmm. And they call themselves the modern day Knights of the Round Table. Mm. So there's like 12 of them, and they each have uh, a knight named like Lancelot, Galahad. The leader is King Arthur. And that's all they got. And when and they keep going, and when one dies, they got to replace just that one, and then they become the new Lancelot or whatever. Mm. And uh, it is fucking awesome. 
So wait, is is it like James Bond where like Q is like Merlin or something? You, like you nailed guy? it. Really? Merlin is Q. <laughs> Merlin is like their trainer. Nice. The, the training of the cadets. So basically, one of the knights uh, dies, um, and Colin Firth, who was a knight, um, kind of it was the he, the guy that died saved his life, and uh, he was like. I owe this kid a favor. Yo, when you get older, if you ever need a favor, I'll help you out because your dad saved, saved my life. Mm. And, of course, he's the troubled guy. He's basically Captain Kirk from the Star Trek reboot. It's like, oh, how come you were in the military and your scores were good and you're intelligent, but then you fucking dropped out? You know? And so I'm like, oh, this, this movie's not going to be that good. But holy shit, it was amazing. Yeah. It is basically like, all right, picture old school James Bond movies. Mm-hmm. Where they're action-packed, they're spies, they're classy, but they're also silly. Yes. The villains are silly, the hook is silly, something like that. Then we got to the 90s, and Pierce Brosnan was Bond, and he was silly, but the 90s was like a very sarcastic time, Mm. very grungy and stuff, and we kind of rebelled against it, and then Austin Powers did a spy movie that skewered the Bond movie so good, they said they could never go back there. Right, they they can never be silly again. Right, and so now they're just fucking serious. Now you got Jason Bourne and you got James Bond. They're super serious. They're good movies. Mm-hmm. This goes back to classic Bond and does it better than Bond ever could. Wow. So this is an action movie. It's a spy movie, and it is a silly movie, but it's okay to be silly. That's awesome. Well, I mean, the guy who did Kick-Ass made it, then he's the perfect guy. Well, I mean, he didn't create Kick-Ass, but he directed Kick-Ass. Uh, yeah, so. that's what I mean, the Kick-Ass yeah. movie. Yeah. So it's fucking great. Like, fuck you, James Bond, because like <laughs> this guy just crushed. I mean, we're talking, this is like classic, like 70s, 80s Bond, but mm-hmm. so much better. Wow. The action is amazing. Matthew Vaughn is really good with uh, camera tricks and setting up fight scenes. Like the fucking shit, the way his cuts in the fight scenes are uh, epic, dude. Great. There are some fight scenes in here that just blow your mind. Colin Firth just went and fucking snatched the old man heavyweight title from Liam Neeson's. Wow. Snatched it away. You're done, Liam Neeson. Sorry, wow. dude. Colin Firth is the new man. Hmm. Holy shit. He whoops so much ass in this movie <laughs> while wearing a suit. I mean, wow. That dude was fucking great. And right. but it's but it's I mean, they have a bulletproof umbrella. What what yes? Oh, that's great. <laughs> they have a li- you know, they have a lighter hand grenade. You know, they got blade shoes, stuff like you know, so it's like the bad guy is Sam Jackson. Mm-hmm. So you're like, oh, Sam Jackson. And he fucking talks like Mike Tyson. Awesome. With a high lisp. <laughs> He's the bad guy. And his Bond villain, assassin, is the chick with no legs. Who's awesome. got blade legs. Who blade fucking legs. slices people up. Like, what's her, what's her code name? Shit, I don't know if she had a code name. Is it Blade Legs? <laughs> I was just kept thinking. I mean, so she's awesome. <laughs> cool. I mean, so like, like I said, it's very Bondish, but it's okay. Even though everything's all super serious now. This worked. So it's funny. They fucking killed tons of people. I mean, I can't even tell you how surprised and how much I love this movie. I didn't even think I was going to like it that much. This shit is, this is the truth right here. Go see Kingsman. Unless you're one of those people that can't handle an action movie not being 100% serious. Ah. It ain't, this ain't born. Well, those, those are my favorite kinds, action comedies. Oh, dude, this is so fucking good. And the fight scenes are epic. I mean, the, like Colin Firth. Just, I mean, Colin fucking Firth, right? Yeah. The guy who won an Oscar a couple years ago for stuttering. <laughs> this dude fucking works a room. 
Awesome. He fucking works it. And just, I'm telling you, dude, the fucking cinematography, just the, the fucking angles, the choices they made in these fight scenes are so good. So, I mean, you know, Colin Firth is like half of the lead and the 17-year-old guy, nicknamed Eggsy, he's the other half. Cool. And uh, and like I said, when Sam Jackson in the beginning, he's got this Mike Tyson lisp, and you're like, what the fuck? You know, like, can I take this movie seriously? And you're like, no, it works. It's hilarious. Like, I mean, it was good. Like, everyone was laughing, but the fucking action was tight. I mean, they made some amazing choices, but I'm telling you, they outbonded the original Bond movies. Great. And it's so good. Well, like, I just couldn't believe it. I was going to say, you know, looking looking back at Bonds, I mean, uh, those movies were good. The original Bonds, you know, yeah. um, with, with our boy Sean Connery. Mm-hmm. Uh, but, you know, they were made in a time where, you know, we didn't have, like, like action movies like we have today. You know, so it was pretty kick-ass for its time, yeah. you know, but now it's 50 years later and it's oh time for God. something new. Colin Firth takes on what is like a parody of the Westboro Baptist Church. Really? <laughs> it's so good. Like, I don't want to spoil this movie, yes. but the last scene in the movie, the last 30 seconds, if anyone's seen this, we can talk. We can have like a spoiler thread on Facebook. If anyone's seen this movie, we had to talk because I can't, I mean, there are very few ways to end a movie better than this, than the way they ended this movie. Wow. Did, wait, it, does it set up for a sequel? Uh, well, the, the director said he's on board for a sequel if they want it. Mm-hmm. If it makes enough money, it did just do forty mil this weekend. It got crushed by Fifty Shades of Grey, but forty million was higher than they expected. And Fifty Shades of Grey—that's like you know—I don't think you can fairly compare a movie with like pop culture cred yeah. to anything else. You know, people—and it's like Valentine's Day, so people are just going to have a laugh. Forty mil for an action movie starring Colin Firth it was was above their expectations, mm. and I have to think it's going to do good internationally. Yeah, but. I'm telling you, man, this okay. shit was good. I was so surprised at how much I enjoyed this movie. And like I said, it's silly. You can't handle that. If that just kind of like kills your boner, don't see it. Everyone else, you're going to love this movie. I, I've heard, actually, you know, uh, I've heard a lot of great things about it. You know, a lot of people are talking like, hey, what is this? And it turned out to be amazing. So, yeah, they, they I mean, it had the site. Like I said, the trailer was not good. Mm-hmm. And. Uh, they moved the release date a couple times. This this didn't look like it was going to be good. And, and and at the very least, I was like, oh, it's just counter-programming to Fifty Shades on Valentine's Day weekend. But damn, this movie was good. And the action was awesome. I was laughing. I mean, ton of Bond shit. Just so much better than Bond ever. Wow. Right, let's see. Rotten Tomatoes, 71% fresh. 89% of the audience liked it. And anyone that didn't, it's just because they, they weren't ready for the silly aspect of it. Yeah. But I'm telling you, dude, shit. Oh, yeah, dude. And, yo, Fifty Shades of Grey came out, but also the SpongeBob SquarePants movie came out, too. Yeah, so there was something. There was, like, something for middle-aged, moist women. <laughs> there was <laughs> something for the kids, the sponge to soak it up. Mm-hmm. And then there was something for us dudes. But my wife loved the movie, too. She thought it was awesome. Oh, well, that's, that says a lot because she's usually not in for, like, yeah. action movies. Yeah. No, I'm telling you, dude, this is really good. I was, I was surprised. Maybe, maybe part of my glowing review is because I was surprised. Like I said, it, it was better than I thought it would be. Sure. Well, you got to go but with low expectations. I would see this again. Cool. I would definitely see this again. So, And like I said, fucking Colin Firth snatched the 
old man action heavyweight championship belt off of Liam Neeson. Wow. Sorry, taking three, Kingsman, no way. No contest. Well, there you go. Kings, Kingsman 2, taken again, maybe. Yeah, if it does good enough. And, like, and Matthew Vaughn, that's three now. That's three. three. three it's good for three, him, man. Three good movies, dude. Keep keep cranking out those hits, man. Shit. Maybe I'm he sh- can maybe he can direct like the Black Panther or something. You know what I mean? Yeah. But yeah. High high marks for me. Just in time, too. Because, you know, either the next week or two we have to do our classic Jumpman Oscars podcast. Hell yes. So this one got in just under the wire for consideration. Oh, and I'm looking forward to, you know, it's February, but March is coming up, and that means March Madness. Yeah, brother. I haven't even thought about, like, what are we going to do for March Madness? I mean, what have, what have we done in the past? Well, we did best video game of all time. Mm-hmm. Best cartoon of all time. Right. We did an ultimate Nick Cage bracket. Uh-huh. And uh, what did we do last year? We did an action star one. Was that uh, last yes. year? I, I, I think that was, that was a couple star. years ago. You know, it was like Indiana Jones versus Blade versus, you know. Well, now that we've seen some more action movies, maybe we need to do something along those lines. Well, we'll have to think on it. We keep on talking about how, like, you know, Liam Neeson, like, turned him into a grizzled grandpa, and he can no longer hack it. Maybe we just do, like, best movie titties. (laughs) (laughs) You want to do a bracket for best movie titties? (laughs) Because I've seen a lot. Wow, <laughs> that would be awesome! God, <laughs> the Jug Championship, best, best on-screen rack. Yeah, baby. <laughs> so maybe, many contenders. Maybe, maybe we could do two. We'll do <laughs> we'll do like regular one, and then be like, all right, this is for points. This is this for the spread. Coming out of the retro bracket. <laughs> <laughs> oh God, no! There's no retro bracket. Mm. Old, old, like looking at old movies where somebody like. You know, reveals themselves and opens up their blouse, etc. I'm like, ah, oh, gotcha. put it away. This might put lose all our. This might lose all our women listeners, but I feel like once you let the genie out of the bottle, you can't put him back in. <laughs> you talking about your penis? No, I'm talking. We might have to do this bracket now. <laughs> oh, no. All right. Well, let's well, just all right, all right, let's let's, topics for a little bit. Are, are, are maniacs, if you're into it, and you probably are, they don't let get us to decide. <laughs> we get to decide. So we had a contest going on. Yeah. Last week, last week I told you all about the incredible. Actually, it was a really funny uh, kids movie. It was. Oh, it's is. Right, I've already packed it up to ship it out. Anyways, Lego. it's yeah, it's it's Lego DC animated movie Justice League versus Bizarre League, mm-hmm. which you should definitely check out. And we said, oh, send in your best Bizarro, mm-hmm. and uh, the winner. I'll send the collector's edition Blu-ray with the Batzaro figure embedded straight to you. And nice. guess what, Eric? The best entry, also the only entry, was <laughs> by Dave Antonson. Boom. Instant winner. See? All you got to oh. do, dude. That's it, man. All you had to do was apply. It's like, we Yeah, we ain't popular enough. You're not competing against <laughs> thousands of entries here. Your best chance to ever win anything in life is one of our contests. I love the photo that he sent in. It's like it. It's like he found a new member for the Bizarro League. It's like Bizarro Grog, you know, like uh, like Grod the Monkey. 
Mm-hmm. Yeah, he's standing in front of this giant inflatable monkey wearing sunglasses, and his, like each of the teeth is inflatable. Like they didn't just make like one one set, like one piece that's just like the one tooth. They made like twenty six individual inflatable monkey teeth. Mm. And the monkey is is holding up a sign that says possible But really, it could be anything. I love it. There's uh, this Nickelodeon show cartoon, Sanjay and Craig, had, it, had an episode where they found a giant inflatable monkey that was selling tires at the dump. Yeah. And it became their friend, and they took it everywhere. <laughs> so it reminded me of that. I was like, cool, dude. Yeah. So anyway, Dave, send us your information over Facebook. Message us with your address, and I will send you that Blu-ray ASAP. Thank you Whoa. so much for entering. You took a picture, you got a free DVD. It's fair trade. D- oh, dude, DVD slash Blu-ray combo pack. And yeah. I, didn't, I didn't even talk about the features on it. There's bloopers and, like, making of. There's all kinds of stuff loaded on there. Nice. Sweetening the pot after we gave it away. How's that? All right. <laughs> all right, we got to talk about Spider-Man. Yeah, did you, did you read the, uh, have you read Spider-Verse? Oh, fuck that. Yes. Fuck Spider-Verse. I've been on the sidelines. Fuck all versions of Spider-Verse, by the way. I've been on the sidelines saying, fuck the Spider-Verse, but I I was reading it. I read it, and it wasn't any good. They killed off anybody I cared. So the the whole idea behind Spider-Verse is there's this family of hunters, spider hunters, that hunt down all the Spider-Men in all the universes. So if if Spider-Man has ever been in comics or prints or movies, whatever. They'll hunt mm-hmm. him down and kill him. And so yeah. the whole point was to kind of like get rid of all these alternate Spider-Men. Like mm-hmm. Marvel is getting rid of all their alternate universes and just having one universe where all the characters exist simultaneously. Right. Uh, and that's going to go down in Secret Wars this summer. So this was kind of the intro to that was, hey, look, we're going to kill off a lot of characters that you liked. Mm-hmm. in really shitty ways off camera sometimes we're just gonna flash to a panel and they're dead like mm-hmm. the killed off spider-man and his amazing friends oh, still it hurt one of our listeners sent us the picture and it just it just hurt man it right. just hurt and the payoff sucked ass the, the, the payoff was <laughs> was um was like all right we killed off a bunch of spider-man and they kill off a bunch of the family and they did not kill off the ringleader because we want him maybe for later so he's still out there, and there's less Spider-Man, and everybody feels shitty. How weird is this? DC, whenever they do alternate versions of their heroes, it's great. Yeah. It's great. Every time I see an alternate version of Batman, Superman, it always works for me. Marvel can't do it. Nope. They cannot do alternate versions for shit. But DC, man, their alternate versions are usually better than the original versions. Well, that, that's the thing is whenever Marvel does an alternate version that's just like whatever the fuck you want, no rules, they are, they're always better. Like Ms. Marvel, awesome. You know, way more interesting than the original. Uh, Miles Morales as Spider-Man, way more interesting than current Spider-Man. I would even, I would even say like the, the only exception to that rule is when Doc Ock took over as Superior Spider-Man. Because it's kind of mm-hmm. like a knockoff, but he was like, no rules, totally different Spider-Man, way more refreshing. But yeah, crossovers in Marvel usually suck, and usually nothing comes out of them. Now, of course, when I brought up Spider-Man, Chad, I didn't want to talk about the comic book. I want to oh, talk sorry. about the movies. Sorry. Uh, all right, so, so that was the downer. Now we can have an upper, right? Yeah. So, okay. I mean, obviously, I mean, this is this is six days after it happened or something like that. Yes. I mean, the announcement that Sony was going to lend Spider-Man to Marvel... Marvel was going to put Spider-Man in awesome movies. Yes. And the world rejoiced. 
Yes. And I gotta say, they gotta give a shout out to Star Wars. Mm-hmm. Star Wars made this happen. Because there are so many people that said, we'll never get a new Star Wars. George Lucas hates us. He'll never do it. It's done. Lucas said, when I die, bury me with the prince. He did. (laughs) And and we're all sad. Mm -hmm. And the impossible happened. They rested Star Wars away from them. And we're going to get awesome Star Wars. And then everyone else in the world said, wait a minute. If the unthinkable has now happened, that means everything else is on the table. Hmm. If Star Wars could be done without George Lucas, then we got to stop saying impossible to everything else. We got to start thinking stuff. Mm. So instantly, instantly, dudes everywhere started asking for threesomes, and uh, <laughs> and, you and that and a Chewbacca mask and <laughs> me. <laughs> so everyone's like, everything's on the table, and, and you know, and chicks everywhere are like, what? They're like, yo, fucking, if Star Wars can do it, you got to consider it. And they're like, oh, give me some time. Let's work up to it. I need to be drunk. Yes. So. Uh, and then Sony, and then Marvel's like, yo, Sony, look, look at Star Wars. I mean, can't we, you know, your fucking Spider-Man sucks because you fucking just spend all the time about his dumbass relationships. Maybe it's time you brought him over here. They did it. It's great. See you in Captain America. Can't I, wait. I just couldn't believe it. And we can we can take the happy accident of that hack reveal, the public hack reveal, where all those fucking gossip gawker websites were like, oh my god, guys, this is a huge travesty. Sony got hacked. And here are every single detail that got hacked out of this. Like, every embarrassment that yeah. came out of it. They're like, here it is for you to see. Please click on our ads. It worked out great because we were the ultimate focus group. Everyone's like, whoa, these emails said they're talking about sharing Spider-Man. And then everyone was like, yes, please. Mm-hmm. Then Marvel looked at Sony and said, see, this is going to be great. <laughs> and they're like, fine, I guess you can have them because we were done doing stupid girlfriend plots and fucking destroying Green Goblin over and over again. Yeah, Get the goddamn Green Goblin right for once. He doesn't wear a metal mask. He's not some fucking spoiled, rich, 21-year-old dude with a skin disorder. Make him the Green Goblin. Yeah. Give him a mask, dude. Or just turn his face goblin-y. It's just... <laughs> I mean, god damn. It's, and don't make Electro just some Autistic. dude with a mental disorder. I mean, ah. So, yeah. anyways, I'm pumped. And, like, and we've been saying it for years. Make Spider-Man like the Hulk. Mm-hmm. Give, him, give him some stuff. Don't give him his own stuff right off the bat. But I think this is going to be amazing. Ah, I, absolutely. I can't wait. I can't wait. And, and, I, and what, it, what, it, what I read was that like, it wasn't even Sony who made the deal. It was Sony Japan. Sony Japan mm-hmm. read all the emails saying that regu- Sony USA stiffed Marvel and said no. And they were like, fuck you. Sony Japan, what, what? And went over their heads and said, yes, Marvel, come over to Japan and we will discuss immediate introducing Spider-Man to your amazingly popular mega franchise movies fantastic yes we'll see him in civil war sorry black panther whatever uh, yeah it, this is gonna black, be better fit anyways hey, black panther can be like he can uh-huh. he can pop in the uh, in the postcard scene we're still excited for black panther but yeah. the story is about peter parker being unmasked yeah so this is great and then he gets since the spider-man gets his own movie in two years but it's going to be produced by marvel so I have full confidence it will be good. And like and I I feel like they're going to listen this time. Mm. Everyone has been making the same point. 
How many times you got to watch Bruce Wayne's parents get murdered? How many times you got to watch the fucking goddamn Spider-Man get bit and Ben, Uncle Ben die and stuff like that? So I feel like we may actually have a Spider-Man movie that doesn't reflect on that. I don't, you know, honestly, I, I couldn't care less about a Spider-Man movie. It's just, I, I feel like your philosophy on the Hulk is the best. We should call it the Hulk rule, which is, you know, certain characters don't deserve their own movies. They're better off as like a side character. You know, like I'm, I'm excited to see Spider-Man like not talk about Uncle Ben for a second. Yeah. The only re- the only way that's not going to happen because they got to let like the kids know how it all went down every time. But who cares? Oh, man. And But the thing is, like in the, these Marvel movies, he's mm-hmm. just a side character. Yes. And then in the Sony movies, the main character again. So at least we will see him as a side character in most of these movies. Yeah. And that's all that's all it needs to be. So, dude, maybe Avengers uh, parts 3A and 3B. Mm-hmm. You know he could be in there, like oh for sure. I, I mean he could he could side star in like any of these movies, and everybody will be the better for it. Yeah, he's definitely in them. He's got to be, mm. and it's gonna be great. And I I trust Marvel on this. So, and they haven't ruined Gwen Stacy yet. So right. Oh no, wait, they did. No, well they ki- they, no they killed her off, but it was better than the original, and it was better oh. than the comics. Sorry. All right. So they they ruined Mary Jane Parker. Yes. Who am I thinking? They've ruined Gwen Stacy. Uh, Jay Joan is still good. No, I'm trying to think of a love interest for Peter Barker they could still ruin. I mean, they, they killed Gwen, but they could always resurrect her as Spider-Gwen. Well, that could be it, cool. Him and the black cat, Felicia Hardy, kind of liked each other. I guess they could always play that up. Oh, that's true. <laughs> well, let's say that each time a Spider-Girlfriend is like the main focus in a movie that like she's ruined. So no Mary Jane, no Gwen. So I guess Black Cat's next. Well, but Black Cat would work because... Then they're even. They're both superheroes, or well, heroes. Not exactly super, depending on Black Cat's story they're going to go with. But I mean, right? She's a hero. So instead of the defenseless damsel in distress, you know, here's someone else who's patrolling the night too. So if they were to do that, it would be better. I wonder how they're going to pull that off. Like in the comics, she was always just like like the the hot porn star superhero on the side. Like mm-hmm. she was always like the side the side chick. She was never like his main squeeze. She's yeah. always just like, you need to dump that redhead and come hang out with me. I'm a bad girl. Yeah. Mm. Well, I'm pumped. I'm pumped for Spider-Man. I think it's going to work. We're just going to see the fun stuff. Because the only thing that the last movie got right was the Spider-Man scenes. Mm. Like, they finally got his humor, his trash talking, his somewhat, you know, jokiness. It was great. It was just all that other shit. You know, I don't think Andy Garfield did a bad job. But... They didn't get much to work with. What? And just, like I said, God, just <laughs> just fucking take a, a Valium or something, dude. You know, it's like, stop making it sound like a curse. What? Oh, Spider-Man? Yeah. Yeah, it's true. That was kind of like central to every single movie that's been about. But that, that's the same thing. As you know, it was, uh, I was at the gym this morning, and God, who, whoever was running the music blasting through the gym was like, it's late 90s time. And so we started listening to uh, Lifestyles of the Rich and the Famous. It's about the song how, like, rich people have, like, have it so good, but they're always whining all the time. And, these, you know, Vanity Fair and other magazines, like, well, oh, man, I had to do this this morning. My butler starched my socks. Boo-hoo. Chad, if you're referring to the Good Charlotte song, that would be the early 2000s, not the late 90s. Oh, excuse me. I kind of confused that time. Get that shit together. I was in college. Years don't mean anything to me. 
We have fact checkers out there, okay? <laughs> Gotta make our shit, sure our shit is tight. That would be great. You know, I think that would add legitimacy to our podcast if somebody was like official fact checker, like World of we Warcraft. That was like that fact checker guy. When we make mistakes, we hear we get told on Facebook. That's true. So everybody likes to tell. Anyway, well, fuck. I now well, I forget what the hell is talking about. <laughs> we're, well, we're talking about Spider Man, and I'm just saying this is great. There's gonna be people people that hate on it, but it's like whatever, dude. Spider Man mm. has not been good, and he should be good. Put him in with Marvel; he's gonna be great. It's yeah, awesome. and you, I'm just asking down the line mm-hmm. for Spider Man and his Amazing Friends movie. Yeah, I mean, let's let's Come have, on, guys. Let's have a positive Spider Man who doesn't whine all the time and is like, "I'm Spider Man! Woo! This is awesome!" And let's just keep that going through the whole movie. You know, having uh, conquer adversities, but he doesn't have to conquer the demon in his soul every time. Make a younger version for kids and ask Fox if they will lend us Iceman and Firestar. I mean, they technically they have to own Firestar because she's classified as mutant. Well, te- well check this out. Get this. Uh, Marvel is rebranding a few of its mutants. Oh, yeah? Yep. So uh, by Avengers 2, by, by the release, the Scarlet Witch and Quicksilver are no longer mutants. Well, I saw they changed it so they're no longer Magneto's kids. Yeah, but uh, the rumor is that it's part of a bigger push to to rebrand uh, mutant characters as Inhumans because they still own the right to Inhumans, and they've been making a lot of Inhumans lately. Yes, and they're going to make an Inhumans movie. It was just hysterical. I mean, who gives a shit about Inhumans? Oh, but, I, I, I really like the Inhumans comic. Uh, yeah. The arcs that I read, they were awesome. Plus... Uh, yeah. characters that they've been making, like, new characters, like Miss Marvel is an Inhuman, you know, and mm. she's awesome. Oh, okay. So it's like, Inhuman is the new mutant. Well, it's, I mean, it's so transparent what Fox, or what Marvel's doing. They're like, all right, Fox owns Fantastic Four. We're canceling the comic. Yep. Uh, Fox owns X-Men. We're killing Wolverine. Fox owns Deadpool. We're killing Deadpool. Yep. Like, come on, dude. Slash and burn, man. They gotta devalue their own properties. So it's they so can buy ridiculous. back. No, dude, it's part of American history. I, under, I understand what it is. Henry Ford, Henry Ford did it. He rumored, no, he sold his company to, uh, he rumored he was going to sell his company to his son and start up a rival company, and it caused his stock to crash, and he bought it back up so he wouldn't have to, uh, uh, he wouldn't have to like, have all his decisions go through a board of directors. He could just oh, be one man sure. owning it. Sure, man. The law of diminishing returns. Yep. As soon as those X-Men movies start making less and less money. Yep. They'll sell them back, but I don't know. I'm pumped for it. I mean, the new X-Men movie is going to have Apocalypse. Awesome. Yeah. And it's going to have a young Cyclops, young Jean Grey, young Storm. Cool. Get rid of those old ones. They sucked. Right. So it's got good potential. Can I make a Segway Thunderdump into the X-Men? You you may. And then then we're going to talk about (laughs) immortality. All right. Here's my Segway Thunderdump about the X-Men. Okay. Uh, Obviously... I've always, always, always hated the 90s X-Men cartoon. Right. (laughs) Now, if you were eight years old when that happened, you're probably saying, blasphemy, that was great. Because you didn't know any better. That's what you grew up on. Mm -hmm. But it sucked. Yeah. Okay? The cartoon sucked. The animation sucked. The cast sucked. Okay? Fucking Jubilee. Gambits. You know? Fucking Storm talking, like, in broken English. I kind of like that, but the Jubilee is the main character uh, was awful. I mean, Beast, Beast in his underwears. B- 
Beast that just fucking spouts like an, <laughs> he bar- he's just an asshole. He's just trying to prove he's so smarter than everyone else. Yeah. Cyclops is just brand as a dick. Jean Grey has an awesome power, but she's weak all the time. It sucked. The animation sucked. The storylines sucked. Everything about it sucked hard, and just and everything was about like we hate mutants. We hate mutants so bad. Right. You can't trust them. So, uh, anyways, that series ends. Two thousand rolls around. X Men Evolution cartoon comes out. Mm-hmm. I loved X Men Evolution. Right. You told me all the time. Yes. Good. Good cartoon. <laughs> and and I've just recently restarted watching them all on Hulu. So wait, the the original like the '90s series? No, I tried. I tried. I watched the '90s Spider-Man. Mildly changed my tune to it. Okay. Not quite as bad as I thought. Actually, had some good points. You know, so I retracted one of my thumbs down. <laughs> <laughs> Stuck the other one up my ass. Mm. Uh, well, tried to watch '90s X-Men. No, it's just as bad as I remember it. It's fucking terrible. Yeah. But now I'm watch. I'm rewatching X-Men Evolution, and it's it's 15 years now, and it's really good. Wow. Like, they fucking nailed it because most of the X-Men are in high school. Mm -hmm. So instead of always dealing with crazy world topics, usually with fucking Sentinels and just everyone hating mutants. Yeah. They deal with high school issues while also, like, that's usually the B story, while at the same time dealing with, you know, the enemies and stuff like this. It works. Cool. Because you're a teenager. That's how the X-Men are originally meant to be. You're going through trying times on top of having powers, but they're in it together. There's bad guys enrolled in the school too, but Wolverine, Storm, smartly played as adults. Mm. So they are some of the headmasters at the Institute. And you've got the perfect cast as the teenagers. You've got Cyclops, Jean Grey, Nightcrawler, thank you, (laughs) Shadowcat. Um, They invented a guy, Spike. He's okay. Um, and then they slowly start adding ones like Rogue and stuff. So they pick they pick good X Men. So wait, so X Men Evolution was the beginning of the the Spike character. Yeah. Wow, because he was featured in most of the X Men movies. What? Yeah, like he just shows up. Like whenever they're like, yes, and here we are at the school. There's always like like oh, there's this character and this character. Oh yeah, and there's Spike too. Well, he was in the la- the latest one in a brief mm-hmm. Vietnam scene. Right. When they free him, yeah. So, um So anyways, they've they've got good X-Men. The animation's better. The storyline is better. They actually have fun. They experience only just a little bit of prejudice cuz they they haven't come out as mutants. So, their whole thing is keeping their mutant powers a secret rather than it being out and everyone's like we hate mutants. Uh, fucking mm-hmm. kill them. Um which, by the way, if you look around here, guys, I hate to, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not drawing direct parallels from, you know, gay marriage being accepted now in the United States. Sure. <laughs> to mutants, but I'm saying the the world is a little more accepting than it used to be. So maybe tone down the anti-mutant hysteria. I, 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 I would say, without getting too political, it's like, it's like maybe it's more accepting of one thing, but man, the ignorance has not changed. Okay. All right. Well, anyways, yeah. So. I'm telling you, this cartoon's awesome. Mm. It's fun. Um, in season two, they introduce all of the new mutants. Cool. So you love the new mutants. Yeah, you know, maybe so, I should check out season two. So season two, they all show up as like eighth graders. <laughs> God. <laughs> so, well, because I mean like the X-Men, right. they're all between ninth and twelfth grade. 
Right, so these guys are middle schoolers. Yeah, so the new mutants are like, no, I mean, they, that might be all ninth graders. I don't know. They, they, they're just a little bit younger. But they're fucking stealing the X-Jet and stuff and pissing off Wolverine. Awesome. It, it totally works that Wolverine and Storm and Beast are adults and headmasters mm-hmm. trying to take care of these kids. Like, well, the dynamic's perfect on that on that level. Yeah, I, I think Wolverine works as, like, the headmaster because, like, you know, he's he could get pissed off at their at their antics. Yeah. And I hate Wolverine. <laughs> this is the best version of Wolverine other than the original run in like the late 70s mm-hmm. comics. <laughs> so, wait, so so they steal the jet and he's like mutant house. No, he was yeah, he was like fucking kids. Uh, kids so, um, suck. Yeah, that's exactly what he does. <laughs> so, um no, and it's fun like they've really they really find a fun way to introduce um Slowly, a lot of the mutants, and like I said, that you know, they they pick some good ones. I mean, I don't know, Colossus unfortunately does not have a, a key thing. He shows up at the end of season two. There's like four seasons, mm. so there's like sixty episodes, I think, for you to watch. But um, I just, I just remember I, I watched a lot of season one, and Rogue was uh, the main character, and I wasn't really into it at the time. But I could I could take a rewatch. I'm telling you, it's good. Yeah, I mean, they they really dedicate a lot of episodes to just adding characters. But then by season two, you know, they've got their core. Then they just show all the, then they just add all the new mutants without giving them origin stories, which helps. Mm. And uh, no, man, I'm telling you, it's good. Sounds so good. I liked it then and I like it now. Um, so, yeah. So if you have Hulu or wherever you can find it online and stuff and you like <laughs> X-Men, but you hated the 90s version and stuff or you just... Tony, give it a try. I think X-Men that, Evolution. I, I think the X-Men 90s version is hilarious when watched in like a party setting with beer. It's you so know? bad. It's like so it's bad. it's so bad, it's good. And that's that's why the, the juggernaut bitch videos were were so spot on because we were all realizing together how just over the top that the series was. Yeah. Uh, X-Men Evolution is just so much better. They just yeah. make I mean it's not perfect. And there are some annoying episodes. There's some throwaway episodes that suck ass, but overall, wait, wait, wait. Which, which which episode should we avoid? Just so I know. Oh, uh, there's every every version of the X Men has to have that Storm Africa episode. Uh huh. You know where she goes back and they're like, oh, 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 oh and she's got to fight the Shadow Demon, whatever. Oh yeah. Uh, that's always a stupid throwaway one. Um, then there's certain episodes that if you don't really care, um, about that character, maybe you can skip one. Right, you know, so like, there's an angel episode. If you don't, if you don't like angel, <laughs> you can skip angel. Yeah. But I mean, for the most part, it's fun. It's cool. Right. And Toad, the Toad is just a gross guy in high school that eats flies. Right, I can relate to so, that. I was so the, that guy. So the Brotherhood of Evil Mutants it also goes to the high school. <laughs> so it just makes for natural, uh, you know. I, th- I think that looks the best on paper, where they're like, and and the Brotherhood of Evil Mutants is just that. Click of black t-shirt wearing miscreants that you see in the lunchroom sometimes. I'm telling you, yeah, your, your high school friends were the Brotherhood. Of <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, dude. <laughs> change change were. evil to loser, and uh, you yeah. got it. No, or, I'm telling you, D and D, one of the two. Like the X Men themselves and their bad guys, and a lot of the topics from the comic books makes more sense in a high school setting. Sure. Like, and they're and they're still kids grappling it. X Men in their 30s. Hmm. Mm. Kind of lame, you know, it doesn't quite, like like the 90s version. But if you set it back in high school with a couple adults. Right. 
it works a lot better. Right. Everybody see everybody is naturally more irrational back then. So you don't have yeah. to feel like who is it like this guy's making really bad life choices. It's just like, oh no, he's a teenager. You know, yeah. he's really uppity. Yeah, and some of them just think their powers are the greatest thing ever. Mm-hmm. And the other ones are still kind of, you know, awkward about it. Right. So but yeah. It works, dude. X Men Evolution. Check it out. All right, I will. So Eric. Yeah. So in the next fifty years, singularity's gonna happen. People yep. are going to start living to 200. Mm-hmm. It's going to happen. And there are many roads, many pathways we can take to achieve immortality. And I just want to ask, like, uh, I, I'm going to read down the list because there's a list. I'm going I'm to ask, like, which one piques your interest more? Because, you know, in 50 years, we're going to still be doing this podcast. You know, mm-hmm. maybe there'll be, like, less people listening because they're all dead. But um, yeah, no, there'll be, be, there'll be more because I'll be famous by then. <laughs> But anyway, so uh, I think we have to like go one, go with one and double down. So, all right, here's the list. So, anti-aging genetic engineering, where they screw around with your DNA to make you live longer. Mm. Uh, regenerative medicine, which is basically like, all right, they're gonna regrow your organs in like a test tube using your stem cells and like stitch them back into you. Cryonics, which is where they freeze you, and then a future date where they can just like. You know, with like their future medical technology, make you younger, better, et cetera. They'll unfreeze you. Uh, nanomedicine, which is basically like replacing your, uh, let's say, lymph nodes, brain, and body parts with uh, nanomachines that are that work better than your normal parts. I was about to say, skip to the clone bodies. Uh, yeah, it's in there. Clone bodies, clone. Ar- artificial intelligence. Digital immortality, which is basically when you download your brain onto, like, a computer and you're just hanging out on the web. And then cyborgization, where basically they they take your head and slap it onto a cyborg robot body. Oh, man, that'd be something. Right? Cyborg? uh, I mean, screw the cyber part. Just, like, your head on a robot body. Yeah, like the like the RoboCop reboot when it's just uh, his brain and his lungs is all that's left. Right, and they're like, "Well, we didn't really need the lungs, but we thought it would be like ickier if we kept it on." Yeah. Yeah, so that's what you go for, robot body. Well, are you asking which one I think is going to happen, or which one I just want to happen? I mean, which one would you really go for if there if you could go to Walmart and be like, "Oh yeah, I, I'll choose one of these." Well, I was thinking, this is how they. You know how in uh, X-Men 3, back to X-Men. Oh, God. You know how in X-Men The Last Stand, they killed Professor X, but at the end, they transferred his consciousness into, like, his son's body? Right. That's basically what I'm talking about. Like, mm. clone, clone me, clone, clone me, grow me a 21-year-old body, transfer my brain back into that. We're good. So, wait. So, so it would be, like, your old body with your old brain and the old memories is just going to die off, but then... Uh, you or maybe just like somebody who believes that they're you wakes up in this 21-year-old body. No, transfer my current brain into my new body. Oh, and so you'd have to have somebody like do some upkeep on your brain, right? Yeah, yeah. I mean, obviously it'd be, they'd be like, dude, there's only 85% chance that we can transfer your brain into your new body. You mm-hmm. know, shit happens. The intern might drop it. <laughs> so... <laughs> And they're like, ah, do it, you know? And then I wake up and I'm like, oh, man, like my joints feel good. Mm. Oh, yeah. <laughs> you know, it's like I got a young body again. Pass the hamburgers. Oh, man. That, so wait, that's that, what I'll do. That happened in an episode of Batman Beyond with the with Dr. Freeze. Right. They transferred him somehow into a new 
a new younger body. He was just ahead for a while. The only problem is that like you don't want to be the same age as your kid eventually. That's just weird. That's like that time movie with Justin Timberlake. I did not see it. Now after you after you hit twenty five, you stop growing. Uh huh. Everyone looks twenty five, and then you have time. You have one year of time. When it runs out, you die. Hmm. Unless unless you uh, then time becomes currency. So you oh, get paid in time. You can you can mug someone and steal their time. Hmm. So, but everyone looks twenty five. So it's like Justin Timberlake's uh, mom was hot. Ah. You know, she was twenty five looking too. So. Wow. Too bad they weren't all twenty two. Taylor Swift could have sang the credit song. <laughs> Or it could have been 23 and Blink-182 could have sang it. Ayo. Uh, yeah, so I don't know. I mean, that would be weird. Maybe I should just be a robot. That would I make mean, more sense because then I could be old and it wouldn't matter. Yeah, you could just be like, you know, old man old man Logan with like a robot body. Oh, no, yeah. I've changed my mind. Yeah, I need to be a robot because if I could somehow become a Transformer, Ooh. that yeah. would be so cool. So you could be, so you could just... And transform down into like a car. The the body that would make the most sense would actually be a GoBot. It would be Psykill, mm-hmm. the leader of the Renegades. <laughs> yeah, because Psykill just bends over and turns into a motorcycle. Like his his two arms become the front wheel spoke, and then his two legs become the back. So and then his head is the headlight. Yeah. So so you, <laughs> so you don't need much. I mean, he could be an old man and just kind of uh, fall over and turn into something cool. Yeah, so, yeah, if you could turn me into motorcycle, transformer, robot, that would mm. work. I could do that. I could see that. And then you could you could uh, kill some meat bags by uh, turning your hand, like, uh, the black hole into, like, uh, helicopter blades. Oh, yeah, be copter. Yep, straight straight through the books, Bzzz, right into your ribcage. Yeah. Or a crasher. Who was it? Who was it? Like a transgender chick robot? <laughs> yeah. Looking back, yeah, she was always just like on the hunt for Turbo for no other reason than she wanted him so bad. Yeah, she wanted to fuck him, but she wanted to wear the pants. <laughs> she was right. like WWE China. Yeah, it was all about proving that she was like better than him, even though she was like maybe a woman. Yeah, I just didn't. No, understand she it. was. She was like the peaches of GoBots. Yeah. Yeah. And she had that move where she fucking slammed her foot down on the ground and just fucking opened it, like, earthquaked it. Mm-hmm. Like, electro-earthquake. That's right, because he Turbo would go really fast, thus the name Turbo. Uh, so she would just mess him up with that and then come over and be like, I see you're on the ground. She's like, I want to be you so badly. I wish I was a dude go-bot. Yeah. But like, I'm not. Check this out. I've had my tailpipe altered. I'm telling you, yeah. First transgender GoBot. Wow. Crasher. I got to look that up now. Yeah, it was, it was always weird. It was always like, all right, well, that's the girl GoBot. But then she was always like, like her voice was really deep. And yeah. she was always like, she like you'd like, you didn't want to mess with her. Mm-hmm. There was just something about her. Even as a kid, you were like, you know, this is kind of like, this, this is very different. Yeah, she was a, a super tough evil chick. Mm-hmm. Huh. You, the GoBots, the <laughs> GoBots. <laughs> oh man, I think I think I'm pretty sure it was Charlie Adler who did the voice of Scooter because he did that same fucking voice in a lot of di- like uh, Brave Star uh, as like the little deputy and stuff. Mm-hmm. Uh, the, I hate that voice. Sorry, Char- Charlie Adler. I respect your career, 
But man, that choice for that, all those voices, God, it just really irritated me as a kid. Yeah. Yeah, the GoBots, you know, I was always bad because they eventually came out with a movie, but it was crossed over with the Rock Lords. Yeah. And it came out when I was in like fourth or fifth grade. It was the GoBots, Rock Lords. I never saw it. And this kid in my class, Jim Piscatelli, saw it. And he was like, it was cool. And I was like, fuck you, Jim Piscatelli. <laughs> I didn't get to see it. I like the GoBots. <laughs> I actually have some of the GoBots. Yeah, well, they were like die-cast metal back then. I'm sure if I, if I saw the GoBots, Rock Lords movie, it, it would suck so much ass. Oh, yeah. It'd be so terrible because who the hell cared about the rock lords <laughs> i don't know but that's what they were trying to say is like hey kids you should care about the rock lords yeah they're like we need to get we need to boost a new franchise dude so let's cross them over the, the rock lords uh, uh the guardians of the galaxy are the rock lords of today because anything that marvel is pushing right now has the fucking guardians in it like uh, i just got an email about uh, howard the duck and my wife is like, my wife looked over my shoulder and she's like, Howard the Duck, who gives a fuck? And, uh, and uh, you can read, uh, you can read uh, parts of the first new issue online. And uh, the first thing we see, like on the first page, is Howard the Duck and Rocket Raccoon. Yeah, so, I yeah. mean, they've already crossed the, the Guardians over with the X-Men and with the Avengers. Yep. So They're just like... It's like it's like franchise Viagra, you know. Take whatever's hot and new and stick it into where uh, it's old and busted. Which is what I'll do when I get my new body. Hey. <laughs> Bam. Right. So yeah, go see Kingsman. If you appreciated the way I described it, mm. if you think all movies should be like Jason Bourne, don't go see this movie. Oh, and by the way, non dizzying camera effects. Yay! Yay. No, no shaky cam. No shaky cam. Woo. Really cool camera stuff. In fact, they do some slow motion and stuff, too. Dude, I can't tell you enough. Go see this. And I'm not, I'm not talking cheesy like Transporter cheesy. Because mm-hmm. I like the Transporter Jason Statham movies. And our dad and our other brother hate them. Mm. Because of that level of cheesiness. No, no, no. This is better. This is good. You're going to like it. Cool. Great so- choices. And then, like I said, whoever saw the ending, the last 30 seconds... Every movie should basically end the way this movie ended. <laughs> so well, good. Cool. Well, thank you very much for listening. Ladies and gentlemen, we are the Jumpman Podcast. You can check us out for free every single week ever at jumpmanpodcast.com. You can download us, subscribe to us on iTunes. We're also on Facebook. Hit us up and uh, let us know what's up. Uh, if, you're, if you're looking for Amiibos, I do not have any. I went to our local Toys R Us in Queens and they had two links out the ass, but that was it. And mm-hmm. uh, and there are many horror stories of people budding in line for Amiibos, buying up every single one of the rares, and everyone else just crying and going home and hating their lives. Well, what happened to limits? Dude, what happened? So, they, the old, they used to do that. You'd be like, but only two per customer for shit. It's up to the store. It's up to the store, and a lot of them don't understand what this is and how invested people are. So somebody will just butt up to the front of the line, buy all 12, because they only get like five of each character, which is yeah. just fucking bizarre. And that's it. That's it. Fuck everybody behind him. I'm going to go sell these online for a profit. Anyway. <laughs> anyway, we're also on uh, RetroWareTV.com and Elder-Geek.com. I would highly recommend going up. If, if you don't know who Banjo Ali is, check him out on RetroWareTV.com. 
uh, he's actually, I believe, uh, it's a fact check here, but uh, one of the dudes, I believe it's Banjo Ali, did a cover that's going to make it into the Wonder Boy reboot called Monster Boy. Hmm. Yeah, Monster Boy, and it's something like the Wizard of Booze or the Wizard of Beer. It's like this like really adult-sounding name for like this kid's video game reboot. Hmm. Yeah, but anyways, the guys making it were contacted him and be like, hey, can we use your remix? And he said, yeah, fuck yeah. That's cool. Yeah. And uh, so, we'll see you all next week. And if you won today's contest, hit me up on Facebook. We'll see you guys next week. All right, so. Bye. Jump man I find your lack of faith disturbing. One shall stand, one shall fall. Fatality.